Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sometimes, too, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is this. Once a client has established a relationship with a therapist or a counselor, it is absolutely imperative that they both learn to use the language that they are comfortable with. What I mean is this. If someone wants or chooses to have confrontational therapists, confrontational therapy, there are words that they would have to use to remind the therapist to go there, to get confrontational with them, okay? Or I would say, call them up on their BS. Now, some therapists like that, if... Uh, and of course, some clients do like that too. Now, not every client is per- is um, perfectly fine with that. Some are, don't like it. They don't like to be called on, called up on their stuff. Okay, so it's important for that to be established. That's what I'm saying. The language needs to be established. If somebody says no, you know, take it, you know, take it easy with me. I like you to go easy. Kind of work me into recognizing my BS, then yeah, it's important for the therapist to provide that and know who you're dealing with, know what the relationship requires. So if someone comes and they say, you know what, I know I may come and I'll BS you, but you know what, don't just call me up on it like that because it just triggers me and bring me to a place that I don't want because you don't know what people are walking in with and where they're from in terms of there are issues, okay? So it's best for that part of the session to be established in an early stage of the relationship. Create a moment for that to be discussed. Um, bring it up. Allow the person to okay it because sessions are actually being governed by the client, meaning, meaning that the client sets the tone, It's not the therapist. The client sets the tone as to how this will go. So it's important for that to be communicated within their relationship to establish that rapport. You know, I have some clients who be like, listen, Miss Rhoda, here's the thing. I know myself and I know know I'm good at BSing, but don't let me run with it. Call me up on it, bring it up in my face, and if I try to dodge, keep at it until I'm able to face it. Some clients will tell me that. And I have really young clients who are teens that know themselves enough to tell me, hey, 
I need someone who can call me up on my BS to get me straight. So it's very important to recognize that and know that that is important. That is something that will help their growth and treatment. Now, some will not. So those are who do not want to have to deal with the confrontational part of the therapy where they're being called on their BS. They will tell you, I don't like that. That triggers me in a bad way and I don't want it. I oh, It brings a bad feeling to me and I don't want it. What I would like you to do is and call me aside and say, hey, I realized last time we tried to talk about this and you were hesitant and you made excuses and I recognize the excuses are not your authentic self. So what's going on? Tell me. Some clients like it that way. And it's okay to go that way. Even if you, the therapist, you don't like beating about the bush or going gentle like that, it's not about you. It's about the client. So it's important to establish that and maintain it because that will hurt the relationship. So it's important to make sure the therapeutic relationship is safe. Right? Because... It's not about creating an unhealthy environment for them. They get enough of that out there. They're coming to you for a healthy environment, healthy and safe and peaceful place to discuss all these things and be themselves. So if that person is not and they're telling you how you should con- how you should conduct her running away or he or his running away, do it the way they want it. And Ask the questions gently, you know. And some clients, when they tell you that, it's out of respect for themselves and for you too. You know, where you go gentle and talk to them. I had a friend who told me, she said, I can't do this thing because I have no time to be gentle with people. I just go at it and just let it go. Why would they? I'm not fake. And I say, you're not being fake, but that's the thing. If the client is not comfortable with it, you cannot do it. And it's actually unethical. So you can't. And if you're doing the work and it's you're supposed to be ethical, then you have to act accordingly. It's just as simple as that. Okay. Another really important relationship of therapist, client, dynamic is to know when a topic that you're discussing with a client has hit the wall. And I get that a lot of the time with my clients. When you hit the wall, it's time to really stop. Okay? Because when that happens, you're not going to be able to control or pull back from where things will go because you have no clue. You know, um, I had a client uh, come to me once and we had a session and when she was done, 
she didn't inform me of how raw she felt. She left and instead of driving home, she went and parked on the roadside and just bawled for hours. And then I, she didn't tell me anything about it. She didn't even call until the next session when she came and we talked. And that's when the client said, you know, you exposed a lot of things that I wasn't expecting to be exposed. And it left me very raw and angry, sad. It hurt. I was mortified when she told me that. And I said, why didn't you tell me you felt that way? After you brought the situation up and then we started to deal. And I kept going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and exposing it with you. Then she said, in the beginning, she felt it was great because... She has never had anyone dig with her and get deep with her. And so she was excited and happy that it was getting deeper and she was beginning to find answers. But the answers that she found was not the answers she was expecting. And it left her very raw. So I just thought, wow. Please tell me next time when you're feeling that way. Because I cannot allow you to walk out of here and feeling raw. You should be, at least, be at a place, a, a joyful place a bit before you, you leave. Because therapy is not fun. It's painful. It's dirty. It's raw. You're going to have to dig. You're going to have to fight. You're going to have to punch. You're going to have to like crawl and claw your way out of the, the mess you're in. Life is tough. It's not easy. So it's important to let the therapist know when emotions have come up to the place where it's so raw that they feel like they're just wide open with the gaping wound and it's bleeding out. Let us know. That's the only way we can help you. That's the only way we can assist you and hold that emotion and be safe with it and create an environment for you to feel you're going to be safe and you shouldn't be feeling that way. So let us know so that we can work with you to get you to a safe place before you leave. It's just as simple as that. Okay? It's been great talking about all these therapeutic relationships and everything else. Um, but also, I think this one is pretty heavy because it dived into what you should expect and what the relationship should look like and how it can be structured to facilitate a client's uh, needs and, uh, and goals. Because that is an, uh, an essential part of the therapy. It's not just a place for you to just go and vent, which you can do too. But there's so much more that you can get out of therapy once you know what it is that you're getting 
I had one um, cliency. I've never been to therapy. I don't know what to expect. What is this? Am I supposed to lay down? Am I supposed to sleep? Am I supposed to sit? Should I be crying? Should I? I was like, oh, my, de- my dear. Do not none of that. Just be yourself. And they were like, what do you mean? Be myself how? <laughs> and I was like, it really doesn't have a formula. There's no formula. There's no model. There's no way. Uh, now you can use the old Freudian type or you can use the... Um, the, you know, today's own where there's no barrier between you and the therapist because we don't want to create it. So there's so many different things and therapy doesn't have to be strictly clinical. Clinical meaning that sitting there or in the couch and the therapist sitting on a chair or a seat with a pen and 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 paper and, and writing and, and then sitting tell me more of that. How do you feel? That is like, oh, I remember my professor in residency class, and he said the two words you should, uh, the three words you should never, ever, 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 ever say, and he calls it suicide. He calls it therapeutic suicide. And I was like, that's such a hard word to say. And he's like, yes, it is, because it is wrong. And I was like, what? And he said, don't ever say, how do you feel? He said, if you say that, you might as well just mess it. He said, it's the worst thing you can ask a client. Don't ever ask that. You know, and I remember in class thinking, but if I can't ask that, how could I know what they're feeling and what they're processing? And, how? and he's like, well, you need to find another way to ask that question without that dumb sentence or question, how do you feel? Like, do you want the person to say, how do you feel? How they feel could be something someone say, I feel like crap. Now, what do you go from there? So it's best to ask the question in an open-ended question where the person feels more um, at ease to have a complete sentence with the, uh, the person. So um, in the words of Dr. Utesh, and he says, don't say that. It's career suicide don't ever say that so i would never say that anyways uh thank you for giving me an ear thank you for joining me today on love forgive and live show my name is Rhoda aglago and i'm signing off next time we will talk about something more fun and not so heavy okay But uh, remember, therapy is not scary. It's actually fun. If you give yourself the permission to learn about yourself and get close to yourself as to finding your greatest self within you, your strength, and being the best you that you can be. That is what therapy is about. Thank you. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.